Welcome to the Authorpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, thriller writer, Amelia Hay. On this podcast, I will bring you writing, book marketing, and self-publishing advice so that you can create your dream author business, build your author platform, and be creatively independent. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information on the podcast page at ameliahay.com forward slash podcast. Happy Saturday, writers. Are you struggling to decide whether you should plot or pants your novel? If so, then this episode is for you. If you've been a writer longer than a quick minute, then you know the debate between plotting versus pantsing is fierce. When I considered creating this episode to discuss this important writing topic, I didn't want to make another pros and cons list. Let's face it, there are so many of those blog posts, podcast episodes and videos out there that really go into the pros and cons of plotting or pantsing a novel. In saying that, it's still something that you can't escape. In order to explain plotting and pantsing and why they work for some people and not for others, you need to go into the pros and cons. So in light of this, it's important for me to point out, it's not my intention to be controversial, but to help you make an informed decision. So before you decide whether to plot or pants your novel, it's important to understand how you learn. It's important to understand why these options work for some writers and not for others. first started taking my writing seriously, I started out learning the art of writing for screen. Studying screenwriting is really what helped me fall in love with the idea of an outline. It's not possible to pants a screenplay. There are certain things that need to happen in certain minutes of a screenplay for a production house to take it seriously. So you can't just sort of write by the seat of your pants and just hope for the best at the end. This is sort of where the idea of index cards comes from. It's during that first initial writing for screen phase where it comes out where you you write in terms of scenes and you write down this is sort of what happens in this scene blah 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 and then from there you then go and write the screenplay. Now screenplay play is is essentially scene description and dialogue. It's not until the production phase of a screenplay that you would actually put in the direction and that's considered a, um, there's another term for that type of screenplay but if you're writing a spec script which is where you're not commissioned to write for a movie, you're just writing one and then selling it, you don't actually put in the screen the direction. That is done at a later stage by another writer who works with the director. As I sort of started writing screenplays, I soon realised that my screenplays would just end up collecting dust in the archive somewhere. And this sort of led me to have this really huge realisation. It was the whole notion of someday people may see this wasn't a right fit for me. What I really wanted is I wanted to in- people to enjoy my art. So I guess I've been an independent artist for quite some time. This notion of people not seeing my work is really what led me to turn to turning one of my screenplays into a novel. And it's sort of funny that I sort of mentioned this, but coincidentally, when I first did the screen play to a novel. I can't believe I did this but I just started writing by the seat of my pants and I quickly learnt. I got to about chapter three and I, I sort of had about 5,000 words per chapter which is the huge chapters but it was sort of a romantic comedy so the chapters were a bit longer and I soon realised oh I can't do this. I need to know what is going to happen and when and this is something that sort of helped me go back to outlining my novels. You see I'm not a huge fan of surprises and I'm certainly 
certainly not a discovery writer. In fact, if I was, if I'm going to be brutally honest, this whole notion of discovering a story through the first draft is actually my worst nightmare. I guess you could say I'm a bit of a control freak. The reason why I'm sharing this with you is because it's important to understand my journey and why I decided to outline. If you can relate to my journey on some level, it may not be exactly the same thing as as you, but you might sort of relate to the whole notion of needing to know what is going to happen. And if this is something you can relate to, then outlining might be right for you. The truth is there is no right option. The plotting versus pantsing debate fails to highlight the fundamental truth about these writing styles. Both of these styles are a form of outlining and are two very valid forms of writing. It's a matter of style and personality. Nevertheless, our personal preferences and our experiences lead us to believe that our method is right and as a result of our convictions, a debate is created. So when should you pants a novel? It's been my experience that you should only pants a novel when you understand how to create a story and what makes a novel page turning. A lot of famous writers who write by the seat of their pants are successful because they know how to write great stories. They instinctively know through trial and error when certain plot points need to happen. It's almost like they subconsciously outline. It's not a case of if Stephen King can do it, then so can I. For this reason, I caution against pantsing unless you've had experience with creating creating stories with other mediums in a similar way that Lee Child has. Naturally, there is no method available online that explains how an author who pants creates a great story other than write, revise, read and repeat. Not every writer wants to share and teach their method to others. And that's okay. Some writers just want to write and I get it. It's actually maybe easier isn't the word, but you, there's more time to spend on just writing if that's all you do. If you're like me and you like to teach what you know, then that will take up quite a bit of your time as well. Creating podcasts and blog posts about writing does take a long time, but it's something that I love. So this isn't me having a good old bitch about, oh, I've got a podcast and a blog because, you know, I'm doing this to myself. This is a choice that I make. It's about me creating a business that I love around my love of writing. So this is why I do what I do. I'm the type of person that I need to tick that share with others box. My recommendation for those of you who are just starting out is to embrace outlining. Before you roll your eyes and close the browsing window, just hear me out for a second. There are quite a few misconceptions about outlining. A lot of writers think writing for an outline is boring and isn't creative. Outlining is very much a part of the creative process. For some writers, it's where they create a list of scenes and build the core of their story. could create an outline then start writing your first draft. However, I like to edit my outline then write the first draft. The reason why I do this is when I craft the outline of a novel, I'm often focusing on the global story and I miss out on the inner world of my characters and leave plot holes. I also have to rework my ending and make sure it's satisfying. After I finished writing the first drafts of Immunity and Silence and began the revision process, I started to notice this trend in my drafts and this is really what led to the aha 
moment about editing my outline. It's important to ensure I deliver the story promised and write to the genre. So this means if I'm writing a conspiracy thriller that I deliver on that and not a cozy mystery. When I write my first draft, I do add extra scenes. Adding these extra scenes means I don't strictly limit myself to an outline. I tend to add these scenes to my outline as I go along. This step becomes really useful in the revision stage. So there is an element of discovery in the first draft writing process. My real recommendation to you is to do both, to outline your story, edit your outline, but at the same time be open to better ideas as you write. So where do you go from here? I recommend giving both options a try. Yes, this does sound like a lot of work, but you can't know whether one option will suit you more than the other until you try both styles. So the best course of action is to write two short stories, outline one story and pants the other. After you finish writing both stories, reflect on your experience and ask yourself the two following questions. Did you like one method more than the other? Which option helped you learn and grow as a writer? As always, I have to ask, are you a fan of the no plans option? Or are you a plotter? Did you take action and write the two short stories? I want to hear from you. Let me know by coming over to the blog and sharing your thoughts or experiences in the comments section. Thanks for listening and happy writing. Thank you for listening to the Authorpreneur podcast. If you're new to this podcast or want to be notified about more episodes just like this, then click the subscribe button right now. I'm your host, Amelia Hay, and I'll see you next week for another episode.